Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7. Yes, Ajumma Kareem here. Beautiful day indeed. And uh, don't forget that uh, people are frontline hyper. They have a whole half per lamb uh, per kg, $99.99. And uh, you'll get it there at uh, Center of Golden Industry Road, uh, New Era Springs. You call them uh, 010-534-5094. A whole half lamb per kg, nineteen ninety-nine. I tell you, Mufti has the rabbits. I don't know how many kgs there. Mufti Ibrahim Smurther joining us on his segment, Quick Fire Q&A. Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful Juma morning, Mufti Saab? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. MashaAllah, uh, Shafat and uh, Yusuf also in our esteemed listeners. Jazakumullah khairan for this wonderful opportunity on this blessed day of Jum'ah. Insha'Allah may this segment be a fruitful segment so that the entire ummah can benefit G. Hey, you're talking about fruitful segment. I'm looking for lychees. Ah, there's it. <laughs> ah, that tiny mufti. They're not big enough. Uh, hey, there's a message there, mufti. There's a message there. I can see it nice and big. I'm going to let you do the reading, mufti. Bismillah. It says, you know, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuh, making dua all is well, inshallah. Can you please ask Mufti to give his opinion of gift of the givers that there's a base in Gaza for many years? Will it be okay to contribute funds for the Palestinian cause? Your reply will be very highly appreciated. Inshallah, jazakallah khairan kathir. And uh, it's a no-name message, you know. So I spoke about this on uh, uh, on Tuesday in my majlis. And I spoke at length in a PE also during my two tour last week. So there is no base nowhere in the entire Palestine from Gaza uh, to the old city of Jerusalem. The Zionists do not allow foreign aid operations and agencies to establish themselves there. That is a known fact, you know. All aid that enters Palestine, whether it's from the Rafah border side or whether it's from the Jordanian side, will have to be sanctioned by the Zionists. They will inspect it. What uh, some of these aid agencies have, they have operators, people that work for them that side, that uh, wear their logos, etc., that gives the impression uh, that uh, they are uh, heading an operation or they have an office there that is incorrect. Uh, this is the honest truth, you know, because in 2021, we tried to take uh, m- millions of uh, rands of medical supplies and uh, 12 days of red tape just uh, from the Egyptian side, and we couldn't take it in the uh, um, Islamic Red Cross. They had to take it in uh, accompanied by the army. So any aid organization that says they have a base, you must look at the message that these people send out. They say we have a presence in Gaza. Having a presence in Gaza and being established in Gaza or Palestine are two complete separate issues, you know. Unless they have a special uh, tie and special bond with the Zionists and uh, they in with the Zionists, perhaps then the Zionists will allow them in. That is when the Zionists will call them for opening of the ceremonies, etc., like what has happened to this particular organization. So uh, I don't fall for all these tricks, and I'm very outspoken when it comes to aid. No aid out, uh, up till today, as we speak this hour, I just checked the news now. All those trucks that are lined up in the Rafah border, the Zionist state is not yet permitted them to enter uh, and uh, although they've agreed to allow aid to enter, they have not until this moment allowed any aid to enter. So the people are still suffering. It's part of the ploy to starve them to death. So uh, many, many organizations are, are mushrooming up now and are calling for, for assistance for the people of Gaza. Your money is not going to reach Gaza. It won't reach Gaza. It won't reach even Palestine at this point in time. Gee. 
Jim of C, I'm giving you uh, overtime this morning. You read the second question. <laughs> I'm the presenter and I'm the... Uh, the yeah, you you're know. all in one. You're rocking it. But you might, you, you might have started in the media, Shavad, so <laughs> I, I enjoy being taught, you know. No, uh, we love each well. other. <laughs> it says, uh, trust you are well. I mean, Mufti, please advise in Maktab Madrasa, we learn Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everywhere. In Surah Rad, verse 2, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of himself established on his throne. So, yes, that is a, a, a pertinent question, you know, so it shouldn't uh, cause any confusion. Imam Malik ta'ala, was asked regarding the whereabouts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he said the whereabouts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is ma'loom, it is known, and uh, the kaifiyah, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has manifested himself on the throne, uh, that is unknown, that is majhul, you know, and to ask regarding these things, that was su'alu anu bid'ah, that is an innovation. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he's everywhere, so when Allah speaks about everywhere, meaning ilmu hata bi shay'in, it means his knowledge encompasses everything. So when you read the verse that is nearer to us than our jugular veins, it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge is nearer to us than our jugular veins. The aqidah of the Ahlul Sunnah is uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is firmly established on his throne. I hope that clears it up. Jazakallah khairan. Jazakallah for that. Assalamu alaikum mufti. There's an interfaith Juma and uh, March planned over today in Pretoria. Can Muslims <laughs> attend? We shouldn't uh, entertain any such notions, you know, that uh, interfaith Jumu'ahs for the cause of uh, the Pal- or for the Palestinian people, it will yield absolutely no results. It will only draw the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, because uh, we're not supposed to be there. We're supposed to be in a masjid, first of all. We're supposed to be early in the masjid in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then uh, Jumu'ah is a special uh, hour. It is the Eid of uh, the Muslims, the weekly Eid, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given as a gift and a present for this ummah. Now you're going to have different speakers there. You're going to have intermingling of sexes there. You're going to have all these things which Islam is not permitted, you know. And uh, most of the time, Shafat, is only for politicking because of the upcoming elections now. So you'll see many, many of these uh, so-called political parties who never spoke about Palestine, save the ANC. Uh, you can say, uh, you know, that at least uh, they had the guts to say that we stand with the people of Palestine since Mandela's time. But notwithstanding them also, even if they make the call for this, then uh, of course we won't support it because Juma is to do with Ibadah and in Ibadah we don't involve uh, other denominations, you know. So those who are calling for this interfaith Juma, and I saw all the logos from there, Jusa and Uksa and this and that and that. These are all deviant, the misguided people, you know, calling the people towards the fire of Jannam. You cannot help and assist the Palestinian cause like that. It, did, it didn't work before. It's not going to work now. Stick to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do insha'Allah and uh, then uh, we will supporting their cause G Mufti Saab is it uh, permissible to have a paddle, paddle I don't know this word P-A-D-E-L for Palestine uh, tournament uh, to raise uh, funds Mufti yeah, I think it's a pedal. Uh, it has to do uh, something like tennis or badminton or rowing or some type of sports, you know. So now, oh, yes. now pedal, <laughs> pedal tennis. Yes, I think, yes, yes. I think it's, yeah, pedal tennis, yes, because I saw that poster also. So tomorrow it will be jumping castles, then it will be a cake sale, then it will be a, a, a fair and uh, all these different types of things, you know, again, coming back to the same principle, will it help the Palestinian cause? Absolutely not. The funds that will be raised from these events, will it reach Palestine? Absolutely not. Uh, so why would you want to engage in something that draws Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uh, anger instead of uh, doing what you're supposed to do? So many people, I know they're passionate, the people's hearts are burning. They want to do something for Palestine. I can tell you openly the only thing that will work for Palestine is if you join me, inshallah, and we march on to Palestine fully 
armed, fully clad in our armor, and then we go and liberate Palestine. That is the only way. Any other way, it, uh, it won't work, you know. So uh, stay away from these type of events. I know the, the females, the women, they also want to contribute. You can do, you know, make dua, make tajud, make ibadah, do something uh, in, in, in that line, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help and assist the Palestinian cause. Now for this tournament, you have to pay 1000 bucks just to enter. And now while you're playing uh, tennis and enjoying sports, imagine uh, rockets and bombs are raining down on the people of Gaza. Does it make sense when Salahuddin Ayubi conquered uh, uh, Jerusalem? He said before he, he could conquer. How can I enjoy food and drink while Gaza is in, uh, or while Palestine is under the control of the Crusaders? He couldn't even eat and drink. And here we're having bride days and sports days and te- uh, pedal tennis and all these other uh, nonsensical uh, vanities, you know, and then we want to support the cause, G. I'm going to pull your leg here. What about cake sales? <laughs> Okay, leave that alone. <laughs> if it's a red velvet cake, you can send me some. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll make a plan. Red velvet cake for Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Red because yeah. we know war zone, Shafat. The red velvet because red uh, uh, denotes war. So we're fighting a war here, so it must be red. You heard that. Uh, Mufti, do we have the right uh, to stop non-Muslims from creating awareness uh, program for the people of Gaza no, we do not have the right uh, because it's not a, only a Muslim uh, uh, catastrophe, you know, it is a humanitarian crisis. So all different denominations they want to do. We saw the marches in uh, Michigan, in uh, in Texas. We saw marches across the world in Denmark, Brussels. So if they uh, they want to do, they can do whatever they want to do to help and support the Palestinian uh, cause, to raise their voices. But uh, we are governed by Sharia, so we have to stay within the framework of Sharia, irrespective of which more we move to Hazrat gives the, 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 the green light for us to permit things. If it's contrary to Sharia, it says contrary to Sharia. So let them do, you know, uh, uh, don't condemn their actions because they have their own religion. They also want to show uh, solidarity and support for the people of Palestine. As long as you're not an active participant in the wrongs that they do for their support for Palestine, G. Mufti Saba, can uh, many of us are confused. Uh, some agencies collect and claim uh, the uh, aid is reaching uh, Gaza. What's the real story, Mufti? Yes, I think we've explained it in the first question. Uh, the people uh, that asked regarding uh, the organization Gift of the Giver. So the same story, yes, Shafat. Nothing has been allowed in up till now in uh, to the people of Gaza uh, for the last 16, 17 years. That has been the situation. Generally, uh, nothing is allowed. You know, they cannot buy supplies. Where are they going to buy supplies from when everything was bombed? You cannot EFT money to them because there's no banks. Nothing is operational. There's no electricity. There's no water. There's absolutely nothing. Uh, it's very, very sad indeed for the people of uh, of, of Palestine, you know. So uh, we make that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. What will happen or what is the critical question is the funds that you've already donated to these organizations, what happens to those funds if it is not disbursed to the people of Palestine or to the people of Gaza? What will these aid agencies do with uh, that funds? That is my question. Because remember, it is Palestine for the people people of uh, of these aid agencies, they'll be collecting millions and millions, and uh, the expenses for two, three years will be made when a crisis like this happens in Palestine. You know, that's where they can fly here, they can fly there, all with uh, donors' monies at the end of the day, and uh, putting personalized number plates on their vehicles, all with donors' monies. I say how it is, you know, if they have a problem with it, that's their problem. At the end of the day, it's the Ummah's wealth, it is public funds that needs to go to the people. The donors intended it for, uh, to go there, so you have to ec- uh, execute the intention of the donor G. G. Mufti, some will say, not all of them, but most of them, Mufti. 
most of them, yes, yes, there's always the exceptions of Shabbat. Uh, you know, when we were there, there was only one organization in the entire world that was allowed in, and that was the Arahma Foundation from, I think, Indonesia or Singapore that uh, the Gaza or, or, or the Zionists allowed in back in 2021, and that was a special convoy. Any other organization in the world, they were denied entry into into Gaza, and only uh, two people or three people from that organization was was allowed in uh, to see that the aid was delivered. The rest of the crew, they had to remain and stay behind wherever they were because we were in Egypt that side, you know. So remember, people, that unless they prove to you this is how the funds was channeled, etc. These are the recipients, and uh, then it is okay. Secondly, Shavad, let me add on to that. Uh, it is unbecoming and unfitting and, uh, you know, completely haram that what these people do, they broadcast the images of these poor people that are recipients on the other side. I mean, come on, man, it could have been your mother, your sister. Why would you b- b- further step into the dignity of these poor p- p- souls suffering that side by using their images in order to p- procure funds and solicit funds? from the public, you know, that is that is unforgiving. I don't know why aid agencies who do these things showing us pictures of children crying and this and that. I mean, why would you want to do that? Their child needs to live up. Uh, they've already been stripped of their dignity. They've been stripped of so many things. And because of your campaign to solicit funds, you're using all these tricks and gimmicks just to, to, to boost uh, your coffers. You know, that is also something that uh, the ulama should condemn uh, vehemently also, G. Khair, khair, agreed there, Mufti Saba. Can a traditional bell be used in a madrasa to announce a change of period? Hey, <laughs> Mufti, I know you and I went to school. <laughs> They're ringing the bell, left, right, and center. It's still ringing. It's still ringing in my ears, you know, ring my bell. You remember ring my bell so far? So you can yes. ring my bell, so, yes. <laughs> yes, you can ring my bell. So for short periods of time in a Hanabi Madhab, it is not a problem, you know, if there is some benefit in a uh, people can use it. Uh, that is only sometimes uh, uh, to uh, to denote or to signify that uh, a period is, cha- is ended and a new period will commence. Uh, but for any other purposes, you know, bells are normally the calling uh, instrument used by Nasara in their churches. And then there's one hadith in Sahih Muslim also that the Malaika does not enter houses where there's uh, angels and when there, when there is... Uh, uh, what you call this, where there's dogs, uh, the, the angels don't enter where there's dogs and where there's bells. So, uh, please, you know, uh, inshallah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy, only for short periods, G. Uh, this question here says, why is Minister Pando being roasted? What is your thoughts, Mufti? Yes, uh, so who is, uh, is, uh, doing this, uh, Shafat? Who is behind all of this? People want to differentiate between Zionists and between Jews, and I say they're all the same. So here in South Africa, well, you will have the, the, the Jewish people making a noise because now Lady Pando bravely stood up and said we had established contact with uh, the administration of Gaza. Remember, Gaza had their own independent elections, so they are government on their own. They are there, they're functional, they're operational. So it is one government speaking to another government, and this was, uh, of course, uh, to establish a connection and uh, to offer uh, uh, support and assistance in, uh, to end this war as well. There were many, many reasons. Why would you, you be uh, so uh, so uh, uh, difficult here in South Africa and uh, putting strain on, uh, on international relations? Unless you want the war to continue, you want the people of Gaza to be exterminated. So, Lady Pando, you know, we have to salute her for efforts. She's trying hard on, on this side uh, to, to, to amplify the South African voice. 
And that is the best part of it. You know, South Africa is standing with Gaza, except now these uh, Zionists who are against these things. They didn't make a noise uh, when uh, the, uh, the minister, or not the minister, when uh, the DA member went to Ukraine to inspect. They, they didn't make a noise that time. Now, why do they make a noise now? It is because Muslims are being attacked and they see us as subhuman species. G. Mufti Saab, Gaza is surrounded by 21 Muslim countries and they cannot even send water. What's the problem with them, Mufti? We like your views. Yes, now imagine 21 uh, countries, most of them affluent countries. You have all these countries there sitting with uh, billions of dollars of oil and revenue from gas and from this and from that, eating the best of foods, driving the best of cars, but they're scared of one small dot called Israel. That is the name of the place, you know. So now you can see the state of the Ummah. They're not ready yet to take on the enemy. They're not ready yet to fight uh, the West, you know. Uh, how can you still have discussions at this hour? How can you still have planned conferences in the next two, three, four days? You're supposed to have dealt with it immediately. When the crisis started, uh, the 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 Arab League, they were supposed to step in as a united voice, a united force, and said, listen here, that uh, we will declare regional war if you don't stop this uh, atrocities happening now in Gaza. This is what he's supposed to do, you know, and uh, that is one thing, you know, and then I just want to add on to that uh, message that uh, uh, Yusuf sent me now, that one listener uh, was sent in uh, uh, Shafat uh, saying that uh, I'm speaking nonsense, how can I claim that there's no organization in uh, Gaza, active organization in Gaza. Well, uh, you know, this person, I don't know what uh, drugs he's on or what he's using or what is his mental state, but uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, that uh, this uh, enemy of Islam, he doesn't know what he's speaking about. I can tell you for a certainty that there is no organization. I know people in Gaza. I know people in Palestine. I get my information directly from the people there. This person, most probably in his life, he's never been to Palestine. If he's been to Palestine, he, he perhaps didn't see the West Bank and all these places. Show me one organization. Give me the physical address where they are based uh, in Gaza. And you show me that they are on your payroll. And you show me what funds you've transferred to them. Show me all these things. And then uh, we will sit and discuss uh, until that time, that it is best to remain silent and not to respond to these people. You know, they want uh, to use the people's public funds uh, in order to, uh, to to further their own endeavors. G. You know, personally, I feel you should meet with this individual and uh, trash out the matters. I mean, what's worrying him and what's worrying there. But Alhamdulillah, as you said, Mufti, you have uh, a Burhan. Kulhatu Burhanukum in Kuntum Sadikin. Bring me your proof if you are truthful. So, Mufti Saab, I'm looking at your documents here. Hey, hey, hey. Tops, eh? You are tops. <laughs> you know what? Take the tape now. We have run the out general. of time. Oh, they call you the general, eh? General <laughs> Mufti Ibrahim Smith Yusuf. Yeah. Yusuf is I saw it. that message, uh, Shafat. I saw someone put it up on the status that uh, uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith is our general. Yes, I'm ready to take the army from here straight away uh, to uh, Palestine, inshallah. Love bless you for your forthrightness and, uh, you know, putting yourself in the front and are not hiding like keyboard warriors. Uh, Mufti Saab, your parting words, uh, your parting words uh, this morning. 
<laughs> Jaffa, there's too many keyboard warriors, you know. I think that we have to disconnect and unplug them and uh, take away the internet from them, like how the Zionists took it away from our brothers and sisters in Gaza. Let the people please be safe, do permissible things to support uh, the Palestinian cause. You know, there's a wave uh, that uh, some people are riding now, deriving benefit from this. Uh, the real call and the real uh, call to duty would be to go and support them physically there. Well, let me say this on air. I was there the end of August, beginning September. The people of Palestine told me personally, we have money, we have food, we have water. We don't want all of that. All we need from you is to come and read Salah in Majlul Aqsa and show the Zionist strength in numbers. That is what they told me personally, not one, not two, 50, 100,000 people of them were saying, please come ask your brothers and sisters across the globe to come and read Salah with us. Just one Salah in Majlul Aqsa so that we can show the Zionists that we are not alone in this fight. That is what they want us to do and that is what we are supposed to do. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take me and you, Shafat. Me and you will be the team, inshallah. Uh, you you will cover it from a journalistic point of view and I will do the rest of the work and uh, we will stream it to them and show the world the inside uh, that they never saw, you know. So may Allah take me and you also. Jazakallah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh with uh, Mufti Prime Smutter firing on all cylinders. Uh, Jazakallah khaira to all of you for sending in your messages. And uh, Yusuf Asmaal for Top Tech. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful programming and lovely nasheed interspersed. From the team and I, till we uh, meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.